0: You're listening to the Triple O podcast. Triple O stands for our opinions only. I'm Brandon Brown, and I'm joined by two other co-hosts, Mike Boykin and Stephanie Cassiano. In episode three, we answer listeners' questions. We talk about prenuptial agreements. Ooh, we talk about kids that are just out of control. Bad, bad. And we last we get into our bags and talk about purses, handbags. Remember, Triple O podcast is not safe for kids. So if the kids are in the car, just go ahead and drop them off at grandma's house because this isn't for them and as always enjoy the show all right guys you are listening to episode three of the triple o podcast triple o stands for our opinions only i am brandon brown and i am joined by my two other co-hosts mike boykin and stephanie stephanie casiano guys what's going on we are back for episode number three
1: what's going (laughs) on america (laughs) japan mexico <laughs> Singapore, wherever y'all listen at, what's happening? Hey,
0: that's right. Uh, hey,
2: guys, welcome back. Thanks for coming back to our, our show. Heck yeah, man.
0: I think, um, like I said, this is our third episode. Um, we put out an episode maybe, what, last week or the week before. I hope you guys are checking it out. We got a lot of great feedback from that. So I just I definitely thank you to the <laughs> listeners that... Um, uh, Listen, checked out our show and offered feedback and sent in questions i really appreciate you guys that's how we keep this thing uh good and going great so uh, thank you for those that are listening and, and providing feedback we love it um and we'll definitely um implement it here on the show so if, if you're listening and you leave us comments uh definitely leave your name so we can shout you out here so we can because we definitely appreciate you um but yeah so mike and step what's uh, how was you guys this week since when we last met
2: Uh, My week was pretty busy. Um, So usually I go to my nephew's baseball games. So this week, this last week it was in DeSoto, Texas. And so that's like a long week from Tuesday to Saturday. So it was a pretty interesting week long. I think he he made second in the um, in the World Series. Um, I believe he's number 1 in Texas now for Seven U. So, it's pretty oh, wow. exciting. Yeah. So, he's it's a pretty exciting it's a pretty exciting weekend. I'm the Thea yelling from the stands <laughs> that he needs to run faster or what was that? Or he can do better than that. So, yeah, definitely had a good a good weekend uh, cheering him on.
0: You are a person in the stands that everybody's looking back at like <laughs> This world.
2: Yeah, like damn, she's crazy. <laughs>
1: Mike, how was your week? It was cool, actually. I went to Mexico. Oh, I, went <laughs> <laughs> I went on a date in Mexico. You went on a date? <laughs> okay. I just want to say one thing. I'm not going to talk about the date, but I will say AMC needs to step the game up. AMC. My like- kids over there, they got, they got popcorn, oh. right? And they got. Uh-huh. Ike's, Doritos, all that shit in, on
2: top
0: of their popcorn. What? Never, never,
2: like that before. Leave it to Mexico to invent some damn random ass stuff.
0: So <laughs> they have what you're saying is they have those like candies on top of the popcorn. It's not candies. Chips. chips. Chips on top of the popcorn. Yeah, it's good actually too wow okay that's
2: a lot of that's a lot of chips i think i mean i like candy in my popcorn but not chips
0: you know what takis and popcorn obviously. it's dope my mom yeah. eats um what's it cranberries in her popcorn she'll get like uh like the dry like
2: the candied ones
0: like the dry cranberries up yep, in and, and, uh-huh. um, her popcorn and eat them that way i I don't know where that comes.
2: I like sour patch kids. I, it's a sweet and salty mix. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's so good.
0: Yeah. That's not bad. My week. My week hasn't been too bad. I think uh, this week has been flying by. I don't know where the time is going. Um, it feels like summer is winding down pretty quickly. Cool. I know. How we got to July? Like just through July already. Like it's it's right. It's gonna be school time. It's gonna be bad kids going back to school and um, you know I think. I think we're starting to move back towards getting back to normal. But I had um, one of my coworkers sent me a report saying that Tennessee is number one for new COVID cases that are spiking throughout the country. So we'll see. We'll be oh, kind of back on lockdown here shortly. So we'll see.
2: Lord, yeah, I mean, I think um, today marks a month till school starts over here. So that's coming pretty quick. I believe they start the first the middle of august so that came quick
0: yeah i uh, know i think we our kids go back at the uh the end of august
2: oh wow
0: 5th or something like that but uh but we'll see but yeah so i think we got a great show today definitely uh, some interesting topics that, that we're, we're going to get into today um I know we had someone at, wrote in a question last week about what uh, we were talking last week about um, weddings and should men help plan, you know, <laughs> weddings or uh, be involved in their process. So we, we got a lot of good uh, hits. <laughs> 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 he
2: stands have, firm. He stands firm on his,
0: yeah, well, his we feedback. Had, a lot of people uh, ask uh, or you know, write in about that. And one of the questions that we had that, c- that came from that, that whole conversation was um, what happens in the event, let's say you're doing some planning or just anything in a relationship and you guys get to a point where you can't agree on something, whether it's a, a wedding issue or just maybe just like something in the relationship in general where um, you can't come to an agreement what happens what do you, what do you do in at in, in that point what what happens what do you guys think
2: what do you think what do you think happens th- what is your I think
0: that with any relationship there should be some type of compromise I don't think that you're going to be able to everybody's not going to be able to win every time it's not going to be your way or my way every time there has to be some type of compromise but I, I'm, I'm yeah. not
1: sure sh- not- about- compromise Get the fuck out.
0: <laughs> I don't think... Like I said, I don't think that it's realistic just to have it your way 24-7. I know a lot of people say happy wife, happy life, but I really feel like that really sets guys up to be miserable. So, But, I you know, hate. whatever the case may be. But that, that that's just my take. I think there should be some type of compromise. I, I, I don't know.
1: But if you can't come to a compromise, then
0: why stay together? Well, I think... So the question was what happens when you can't come to an agreement i don't i think there's there's a saying that where they say that um acceptance is an agreement or agreement is an acceptance which means that i might uh, 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 agree to this but um
2: agree to disagree
0: yeah but that you know i might accept it but i don't i don't agree to this and and you know i just do this because you know i I love you and i i I that you know you have this whatever this issue is and you're going to work it out for our best interest but i think that when you're in a relationship it should be for the sake of our you know our best interest and this isn't just like a a me 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 kind of thing
2: yeah i agree i think i i mean i agree on the compromise part but what if what if um it's about a topic that is um i guess something that you don't that you can't um, uh, what is it called? Like your um, something that you can't get past. Like, what if it really is like a serious um, compromise? Like, what if you can't get past that compromise? Then what okay. what happens like, then?
0: Like, I think we were talking before, like the the issue of kids, where one person right. might want want kids or another. What, what what do you think about that?
2: I think that like so I guess we we're talking about what if you were in a relationship with somebody initially y'all talked about wanting to have kids and then a few years down the line you kind of you know live life so stuff happens and you whatever for, whatever for whatever reason change your mind about having kids and y'all have a conversation and that's a deal breaker for either or you know um partner then what happens like to me I feel like that's a big enough deal breaker to walk away I don't feel like there's compromise in that in my opinion because I feel like it's it's such a big deal like I feel like if you want kids and you're with someone who doesn't want kids and you let's say you don't end up having kids because it just doesn't happen for you I feel like you'll live in um what is it like I guess regret you'll live with some kind of like what is that called when you're um Mm -hmm. regret but yeah but you're like push, like, what is it called? When you're, like, those type of way about that, that person because it didn't happen oh, you, because of them.
0: You, you get, you start to resent them.
2: Yes, resentment. You start, yeah, that resentment. So I feel like that would happen It depending on what the disagreement was on.
0: Okay. So, so Mike, you said if, if you can't, if they don't agree to what you say, then they need to leave.
1: Yes. Especially if it's something big like kids. No need to stay around somebody who's Hesitant about having kids, if you know that's something you want.
0: Okay, agree. So I think that's something like we, the way Steph, you know, presented it was like if you've already been with the person, and then um, later on in the relationship, you you guys said that you wanted kids, and then later mm-hmm. on, one person changes their mind and says that um, I'm no longer interested in having kids. You know what what are, what are you left to do at that point? Please um, yeah, and I think that's um, a really uncomfortable area. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, I'm, I'm, I'm never going to tell someone, hey, you need to leave your relationship. But what I will say is this, that based off of your values, based off of the things that you guys agreed to, um, based off of the commitments that you made to one another, if you feel like that. That those agreements have been voided, or, or someone else isn't holding their end of the bargain up, then you might want to think twice about what's happening because a lot of times, like in, in my neck of it, it's in my experience, a lot of times people will waste months even years waiting around on someone to either change their mind or trying to convince them about you know why they should do what they previously agreed on like i said like in the event, in instance we we're talking about having kids trying mm-hmm. to convince a person why they should actually have kids and why um, you know they should do what they said they were going to do, honor what they said they were going to do before. And I get that because the person that you're with, you you love them and you guys had these dreams, these visions together. And now all of a sudden the person is like pulling the carpet underneath your feet. So I, I get you want to talk and have a, a conversation about that, but for how long though?
2: Right. I think I think um, also though, like people get in relationships and they know they're, um, they're like, Uh, why can I not talk today? They know they're like, what are they called when they're like, they're red flags. Like they're not going to deal with that type of situation. Like this is something that for sure, if this happens or this person has this, I don't want to deal with this kind of thing. And then for whatever reason, they convince themselves to get into that relationship. And then down the line, you're like, what the hell? Why did I do that? Knowingly that was something that you shouldn't have got into in the beginning. So you kind of set yourself up. In a relationship not so much trying to change that person but trying to change your own you know your own beliefs and your own things that you know you don't want to deal with that kind of thing so
0: trying to what you're saying is like that person they they find someone that they see potential in and, mm-hmm. and once they see that potential instead of them holding their values and keeping that bar where it is they right. start to flex around that person right. that they were trying to conform around them right for the sake of being in a relationship
2: right or they, they just think of it oh it's you know it's not that big of a deal or I'll get over it or whatever and it, really in the end you don't get over it
0: you just okay. <laughs> Mike do, do you think it's okay to flex your values or the your standards for to, to be in a relationship with someone you feel like has you know decent potential no
2: <laughs> can you elaborate can you talk let's have a conversation
1: <laughs> people so you sit up here and you try to push your values on somebody and that's not who they are. Eventually, they're gonna show resentment towards you. So you gotta think of also what that person's added to your life and what are you bringing to their life.
0: Mm, I like that. I like that a lot.
1: Somebody told me relationships are like a fart. If it's forced, nah. more than likely it's usually shit. So you <laughs> should never be forced in Lord. Any- I, I mean, I, I guess there's some validity to that.
2: I, mean, just... I, I don't want to agree with that, but I mean. <laughs> I, 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 I mean, I,
0: absolutely. I, I feel like, you know, in relationships, there will be hard times. And no right. no doubt. I'm, and I, I think that. In order to get through those hard times, you know, you have to be able to talk it out. And sometimes if, if you can't talk it out, you should probably get, you know, some a third person involved, like a therapist or some professional help to help you guys. But a lot of times people go back and forth on a One issue was so deadlocked on seeing it their way. Right. But for what?
1: For what? When it comes to the matters of a kid, mm-hmm. if you knew you wanted kids your whole life and you get with someone who doesn't want kids... There's no amount of therapy that can make you change your mind about kids.
2: So I don't I don't think that it's so much your whole life, you wanted kids and this person doesn't want kids. I feel like there are some times you get into relationships and initially you have this thing set up where you're like, I want, you know, to be engaged for four years. and I want to be able to do this and I want to have kids. And you have this vision or this dream of what you want in the future. And then it doesn't pan out like that. Things change. You're you grow like you're telling me at 18, 19, 20 years old, you know, say you're in a relationship four or five years. You want the same thing when you're 26 24 25 like i feel like people change and your your values change and you like i feel like that it's okay to make those decisions as far as you know deciding to change what you want out of life i but i also i can understand when you say i understand when you say that like there's no Compromise on you know having kids, but I feel like sometimes people not. So I'm not saying like compromise on that. I just feel like there are some situations where that could be an issue.
0: Hey,
1: compromise to me is, hey, I cook, you clean. Compromise to me is, hey, I don't like you staying out all nights that. I, I mean, all hours of the night. I need you to come in, you know, a few hours earlier so I can spend time with you. But a compromise is not a, I want kids. Well, I don't. So tough luck, bitch. You can't do that. You can't at all. Because you're taking something away from somebody that they want so bad. And if you're not too sure you want kids, you shouldn't have kids with somebody just to please somebody else.
2: I don't think none of us are saying to compromise on having kids in a relationship. I don't think that's what I mean. I think that was just kind of like a topic. Like, if that were to come up, you know, what would be your, your thought process on that decision like if you were to have a discussion we're just talking like that being a topic not so much that we think that you should compromise on having your children
1: okay well i apologize for my loud outburst. <laughs> <laughs> I, I,
0: I, I definitely understand you know where, where you're coming from in in, in that regard mm-hmm. um because like i said there there's some things that like like steph was talking about that whole resentment piece where if something's going on and there's something that you value in your relationship and your significant other doesn't value it you might feel um you might feel almost alienated in that space as far as like if this is something that you care about and you know you know if you if you like dogs or something like that and you go to um a pet shop or you go down to the, the SPCA and you see dogs and you're like oh look at the dog and you, the person you with like man I ain't trying to see no damn dogs you're like how could you say how could, <laughs> you're you, like, say, what? How could you say that about the dog? <laughs> 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 yeah and so it's it's just like you know you just want I think it's, it's important and it needs to be said that when you're getting in a relationship with someone you need to ensure that you and the person that you decide that you're going to be with that you guys actually share the same values and with sharing the same values that doesn't guarantee in the future that something won't change or someone right. you know won't say that hey like you know i don't want this for my life anymore i don't think this is a good idea that happens there's no guarantee in anything however you should make sure that at least um the 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 things that you guys hold near and dear to your heart the 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 principles Um, the, the values, the things that you guys feel like are important in life, those are the things that should be looked into uh, beforehand, because I think a lot of people do advanced stuff, a lot of advanced stuff when early on in their relationship. And what I mean by advanced stuff, I mean, like, we went on two dates, and then we're moving in together. I, like, I, don't even
2: know. <laughs> I don't even know your last name. Yeah, like, but hey, come on, bring your couch. Like, <laughs> like, hey,
0: let, let, let's figure this. Let's date and live together at the same time. And that's a very tough position to be in. I don't think we have enough conversations about that because people feel like, you know, well, I don't know you. We can still figure out life while dating in the same space. And that that causes a lot of conflict because and. Because you don't have an opportunity to break away from that person to figure out, okay, let me see how I'm going to manage this, how we're going to work this out, how we're going to meet in the middle when you guys are constantly in the middle together. There ain't right. you no, know, you know, my space, your space is just, this is our space and we need to work it out. Granted, some people do this and, and it works out for them. But I know for a lot of people, this causes a lot of hardship because you're dating a stranger right. while living with them.
2: Right. So <laughs> You learn real quick whether you want to deal with that person. Like hell no, I'm not doing this fool. He puts his damn dirt clothes right next to the damn hamper. Don't put it inside the damn hamper. Like (laughs) I'm not doing this. He ties his damn trash the wrong way. He doesn't do it like bunny ears and like no, I'm not doing all that. But yeah, I I definitely agree. Mm -mm. There's a deal
1: breaker. You don't put bunny ears in the trash. I'm just
2: kidding. It was a joke. Like
1: I'm joking. I'm joking.
2: (laughs) I'm thinking like, is it a deal breaker?
0: Like, I fell, I fell in the toilet last night because you didn't leave the seat down.
2: I don't understand how people do that. Like, how do you fall in a toilet? Like, I get it's a big deal, but I also feel like it doesn't hurt to put the damn toilet seat down. Like, why not? It, it
0: definitely But
2: hey, happens. that's that's definitely a
0: people have their um, their relationship pet peeves, right? Do you leave the toilet paper over or under? Um, just Just all kind of little stuff that I've heard, but I think that that brings us into another area in which we were going to talk about today: um, prenups. Should couples get prenuptial or postnuptial agreements? Um, Because a a lot of times um, they they talk about having a prenup because, like you know, if we break up, you walk away with your stuff, I walk away with mine. But does that? does that really serve your relationship? Does it help your relationship? Or do you guys feel like that that kind of sets your relationship off on a, up on a bad start?
2: Can-
1: um Prenups for me is if I got money and you ain't got money and you decide that I'm causing an inconvenience to your life, I shouldn't have to pay you.
2: What do you mean by that?
1: So... It's all, how can I put this? How long we've been together? What caused you to initiate a divorce? And if these are illogical things, then why am I paying you for a relationship you want to get out of those? a
2: A prenup is before marriage.
1: I know that, but I'm saying when it comes to a prenup, I'm for prenups When it comes to, if I'm having, if I'm bringing more money to the table and you, like, if we build on something together, then no, no pre-dubs. But if I'm doing way better than you in life, it may sound, it sucks to say, but I don't want to be taking care of you for the rest of my life if you don't want to be, I mean, if you want to be over with me.
0: (laughs) That's it. Well, I I, I see (laughs) a little different.
2: Go ahead I a little
0: <laughs> different I think that the 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 situation with the, a prenup number one, a, a prenuptial agreement automatically in the beginning front load your relationship with the the terms in which we're going to end on. and I'm just thinking to myself and I'm pretty sure the person that you're with, you don't go into a relationship thinking like let's plan for doomsday it's like you would right. want you start out with great intentions that you know this thing is going to last this thing is going to be good you know moving forward and that we're going to be committed to one another to work it out no matter what you know whatever the, the situation may be and so moving forward when you come together in the relationship most of the time people have You collectively pool your finances or, or, you know, once you guys come together, you build a life together. Uh, Isn't that like, well, we built a life in my house. Like, so um, (laughs) you need to go find your new life somewhere else. (laughs) That's exactly what they (laughs) mean.
2: They're renting that apartment down the street. Right. (laughs) do move in over there. So,
0: and I think that's a really... It really puts the relationship in in a bad spot to begin with but I know a lot of times like in my experience when I hear people talking about prenups they'll set it up to set it up in a way like I need to know that you're here for love and nothing else and you're not here for my money or any of these other things so sign this so I'm just like I, I, I see both sides of it but again ask if you don't know someone's there for love. Right. You know.
2: Right. Price. If you're questioning that marriage, if you're questioning the the reasoning behind that person getting married to you, you should not be getting married. Like, I feel like I, but then I also can see if I'm not a millionaire, so I don't know how it feels coming to a relationship as a millionaire and this person's not as wealthy as you are. But I also feel like, like we talked about last week, that's you're joining into a you know, joining to it us, so that all becomes you and I situation. Like you all said, right, you're doomed from the beginning.
1: Let's paint this picture, um, Steph. Go ahead. You're a millionaire, right?
2: Yes. Uh huh.
1: You marry some bum fuck that works at Burger King.
2: Uh huh. Wait, wait a minute. Right. Go ahead. No, nah, okay. go ahead.
1: I'm sorry, Arby's. I <laughs> do. So,
2: That's even
1: My sub, so, Arby's, Subway. <laughs> so, but you dating this guy? Okay. You know this guy, you decide to get married. Mm-hmm. And then of course if you guys get married, he cheats on you
2: mm-hmm.
1: with your best friend. Mm-hmm. So now you want a divorce. Now you're paying this man alimony for the rest of your life because he steps out, stepped outside the relationship. Okay. Is that something you cool with? <laughs>
2: I feel yeah, like I, not not that I'm cool, not that I'm cool with the situation, but I also feel like if I'm walking into a marriage with somebody, like I believe, like I believe in that relationship. If if I and not no one wa- no one walks into a relationship and expecting to get dogged. No one walks into a relationship and expecting to get cheated on, but it happens. That's a risk you're willing to that's a risk you have to be willing to take if you wanna find that forever like I feel like that's something if you're always going to be looking for the end where oh this could happen like whether you work at fucking Burger King or you work at damn the Trump Tower over here but like wherever you work it doesn't matter like I feel like if you're always going to be well this person doesn't make this amount of money this person makes this amount of money I always will set myself up to be okay with or without somebody so that's my individual self
1: but people are very good at putting on masks how many friends have you made out your life that you thought you guys would be BFFs, and as of right now, you haven't spoken to them in years?
2: But what is that? What? What?
1: what people, does that
2: do for me? Like it doesn't. For me, I feel like why am I gonna focus on?
1: Linda, this person? listen.
2: That, it listen. doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what that person is. I don't care. Okay, he has a mask on. That's a risk you're willing to take. I'm supposed to. I'm supposed to sit when over here and say give up to everybody. Wait, wait.
0: Not not when it comes to my money. Not when it comes to my money. When you you say a person has a mask on, what what does that mean?
1: People show you what they want you to see. You have many people out there in the world right now who have friends that are only friends with them because of um, a beneficiary friendship. Whether they need money, whether they need, you know, whatever. Right. And people use them to full extent until they can't be used anymore, and then they leave. Same thing happens in relationships. So, me personally, if you don't believe in prenups, that's just me. I'm not forcing my opinions on anybody, but if you don't okay. believe in prenups, I highly recommend you need a good three, four years to know about somebody. Like, I need to have an argument, like a huge argument
0: <laughs> before you even consider marrying them. <laughs> All right, so. I, I I understand that there should be a time period in which people get to know one another before they decide that mm-hmm. they want to get married and commit, you know, to uh, that long term forever relationship. Um, but there I don't think there's really any way. You can, really 100% fully, no. you can fully get to know a person and know everything about them unless you guys really do the work. Because I, I know that a lot of times when people step outside of relationships or when people cheat, they say, Oh, I'm sorry, I don't I don't know what I was thinking. I did this because of X, Y, and Z. They have all these reasons. And then it, it comes all out in therapy when people are talking about, you know, the, the reasons of what they want in their relationship, and then they get to talking about, oh, I, I probably should have shared this with my spouse. I should have talked with my significant other about this, about what I was feeling, what I felt like I was missing out on. And then, you know, oftentimes the person that they stepped out on was, was willing to meet them halfway on some of these things if they would have just had talked with them about that. But people feel like there's certain parts of themselves that they have to hide, that they they don't feel comfortable with showing their significant other. So, and so, so I say all this just to say that There are people in relationships right now that are getting catfished in their own relationship where they're with someone and they don't actually know the person that they're actually with because-
2: They don't wanna see or they don't wanna
0: see. So we're
1: gonna ignore the fact that people, you don't have people out there in the world who will put on the front just simply because they already married somebody, just the simple fact that they know they're taken care of, whether through marriage or divorce. I I
2: don't think that we're I don't think that we're saying that that's we're ignoring that fact but also it's it it happens like you can't avoid that yeah there. like if you can be with someone 5-10 years and think you know this person in and out get in a marriage and whatever happened and that person be totally different person than than you thought that person was like there's no way to guarantee that the person you're with is 110% like that's a risk you have to be willing to take
1: okay let's paint another pretty picture how many marriages you've known that last more than five years? I've known a few. But you know more marriages that end in divorce under five years, I'm pretty sure. I mean, how else is a marriage in? No, I'm saying, so I'm saying you know marriages that last longer than five years, meaning that they're still together, right. Mm-hmm. right? But I'm pretty sure you know more people who are divorced than they are, I mean, divorced before those five years hit, right? I mean, yeah, I do know people who have gotten divorced before five years. But you know, more people who've been divorced within five years than you know people who have been married for five years.
0: I don't know that to be true. I I don't know. I can't I can't say that to be a fact. All right. I'm 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 being honest. I don't know. I know a lot of married people. I know people that have gotten divorced. I know being in the military. Okay. That the 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 marriage to the divorce uh, ratio and transaction that that happens more often any <laughs> other community of, of of people that I've I've been around so if, if I look at it in that regard I could probably say that and that that's that's probably factual. But and how much money you make in the military? It depends on your pay grade.
1: Okay, so just imagine billionaires, mm-hmm. people who know. You make millions and millions of dollars. Mm-hmm. You don't think those people had that mindset of, "Oh, I'm going to marry this dude and then get—I mean, get pregnant and then I'm, you know, I'm taking care of for the rest of my life." You don't think people had that mindset?
0: I'm pretty sure when they go to All Star Weekend and they flocking down there to Hot Atlanta, everybody looking for a basketball player. I'm pretty sure that, that, that,
2: that yeah. happened. There are some people out there who are who do look for that, but not everyone. Not everyone is.
1: I'm not I'm not saying everyone. I'm not even saying, like, if you're going to go into a marriage and you don't get a prenup, my best advice is for you, you got to make sure beyond a shadow of a doubt that this person is going to be with you for the rest of your life. And if you can't determine that, I wouldn't recommend getting married. How do you determine it, though?
2: Right. <laughs> I be
1: married, I don't know. <laughs> but i tell you something right now, if I can't make up in my head and say, okay, this person is going to be with me forever, or this is the one, She's not going nowhere, I'm not getting married. So- Man,
2: you jaded.
1: <laughs> i if I'm jaded, it's, 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 it's nice.
2: No, me? but yeah, you should, you should. You should know 100%, without a doubt, the person you're marrying is there for the right reasons, that you're 100%, like, you should.
1: But like I said, we, well, I know, I don't know about y'all, but I know more marriages that end in divorce because people fail to take the time to get to know someone. But and
2: that has to do with my relationship. Happened to me.
1: So if I can't, whoever I'm dealing with at the time, if I can't see myself, you know, saying this person's going to be with me, whether I'm broke, whatever the case may be, then I won't get married.
0: I I'll say this, and 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 this will be my my, my my final piece on on this on this topic. When you get into a relationship, or you ultimately decide that, that you're going to marry someone or be with someone, there's no way you can know what the future holds. No, no matter, and and that's not just you know good, bad, or indifferent. Whether that person does something or our life brings uh, uh, an event. Into your life, and that that person gets taken, you know, suddenly that the, the, you get left with kids or something like that. Things are going to happen that you you that are just unforeseen. Okay. But you can't allow fear of the unknown from stopping you from living your life and being happy. I agree, but you also can't let
1: fear for being alone put you in a marriage that you're not happy in. And I think a lot of people. Getting married for all the wrong reasons.
0: I I I'll agree. I will
1: they want yeah. the show, they want, you know, they want the sense of somebody being there laying next to them, regardless of what they do for a living or their personality or whatever the case may be. And like I say, you have to get to know that person, and at the same time, you have to get to know yourself when you're around that person, and above everything else, you have to get to know yourself. And mm-hmm. It's going to suck to say this, and I don't care what nobody says to this. You have to love yourself more than you love your significant other. Just for the simple fact that if you leave yourself vulnerable to love this person more than you love you, then you leave, you leave yourself open to be hurt. I'll, I'll, I'll agree with you. Hold on, let me finish. Let me finish. Yeah, you can. And I know, I know people say when you get married, you have to, I mean... You have to love your partner as equally as you love them. I mean, as they love you. All right. As you love yourself, which is cool. But at the same time, one thing that I would never do to myself, I would never treat myself like shit. So why would I love somebody more than I love me and
0: have them treat me like shit when I wouldn't even accept that for myself? Feel me? I I got you. I I definitely um, respect that. I... I I will say this to, to that. That when you are in a relationship, you should definitely love yourself. You should definitely respect yourself. You should definitely appreciate yourself. You shouldn't go into a relationship broken, looking for someone to bring you together. I've heard a lot of people say... And I, and I understand when they say this where they're coming from that when i met this person i was lost my life was in a bad place but they, they helped me to get back on my feet uh and, and the, but in the process help to find themselves and show the person what it is that they deserve that they deserve to be loved cared for cherished. to have someone in their life to actually value them for them because a lot of times like speaking to what you were saying there a lot of times people get into relationships and they have a person that doesn't actually See them for them They get so busy caught up in Trying to be the person that That they They think they're, Their significant other or the person That they're with wants them to be That they lose themselves in the yeah. process yeah. And I think that's where I, That's where I, the, a major Disconnect is in a sense for the Relationship because If you aren't happy with you And the the person that you're with doesn't care whether you're happy with you or not but they're just happy with the version of you that they have right now then then you're going to have significant problems uh in 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 the long run if not in the short term because how long can you go on with not you know recognizing yourself how long can you uh allow yourself to go on before you say you know enough is enough and uh, when you said something earlier about people, you know, jumping into relationships just for benefits, I think you need to ask yourself, what are you actually bringing to the relationship? Because a lot of times like, we talk about what we see in other people, but what are we bringing? What what value do you have to bring to the relationship?
1: Which, hold on, let me say this. I want to ask the single people out there to do me a favor. And it's an exercise. I don't know how much truth it holds but this is a hypothesis in take a sheet of paper and write down all the qualities that you have to offer in the relationship on the flip side of that paper put on there all the qualities you look for in the person now my hypothesis is if you have more qualities of what you're looking for than what you have to offer Your standards are probably too high, so you need to either lower your standards or go high, I mean, raise what you're worth, if that makes sense. And let me finish. Oh, I'm good. And if what you're looking for outweigh, I mean, if what you have to offer outweighs what you're looking for, your standards are already too low. You'll accept anything because you don't have a clear idea of what you want in the relationship. It needs to be some type of balance of what you're looking for and what you have to offer. And I feel like that's the problem in a lot of relationships. Either you have one person who's, you know, have all these qualities they're looking for in the person and they don't bring nothing to the table so the relationship ends bad. Or you have somebody who has all these things to offer and they're constantly trying to seek approval from this person, but then they realize this person doesn't have any of the qualities I look for in the man or woman so that relationship's getting bad so it needs to be a balance of what you're looking for and what you're worth
0: yeah i, I definitely uh, i i agree that that you know you should definitely be bringing something and not just you know looking to take 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 you need to meet all of my standards but i'm here to do nothing but just just show up and that's it <laughs> but I, I think that's a, a great exercise And if you guys are listening And you find yourself doing that Let, let us know how it turned out um, You know if you're bringing nothing To your relationship Then I hope that this was a wake up call
2: Right I got nothing on my page <laughs> Damn this is blank <laughs> <laughs> My pen ran out of ink It's gotta be my pen
1: Oh man Ladies In the words of Derek Jackson Oh god Stop messing with these insecure men. If he can't respect the fact that you... All you bring to the table is pussy and another man kids, he ain't a real man.
2: <laughs> Lord. That, that okay. wasn't Derrick Jackson. <laughs> Pretty sure that wasn't.
0: That was definitely Derek Jackson. <laughs> he had a small shirt on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. All
1: right. Hold oh, on. Off subject, I just... Um, we were talking about this at work today. I just want y'all to be. Uh-huh. So, let's, say, let's say you got a kid, right? Well, you got a kid. And your kid is being a badass in school.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And the teacher tells him to, you know, calm down. Your kid gets tough with the teacher. Gets in the teacher's face and starts, like, punching the, punching the teacher, you know, punching him in the stomach or whatever. The teacher grabs him and slams him on the table.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Would you be upset?
0: If the teacher... If my son him.
1: just slammed him,
0: if if my son was punching the teacher, and mm-hmm. the the teacher um, slammed my son in the event to like the de- the de- defend uh, himself, you know, from the, the child, I can't say that I I would be mad. I, I would be upset. You know, we would definitely have to have a conversation about him. Um, putting his hands on my child we would definitely talk about that but given all the facts i can't be mad that a person was defending themselves or you know trying to protect themselves against someone that that was was fighting them um like i said my kids are young so that that might be something to take in consideration but if it's like a uh, you know high school kid you know high school kids
1: that's what i'm talking about What high school yeah this was on world star a kid was literally like you know the yeah, in the teacher face. The teacher was like, you know, calm down. It was a substitute teacher. He was like, calm down. He was like, the fuck you gonna do if I don't? So he started like, you know, wailing on the teacher. The teacher picks him up, slams him on the table, and the kid didn't move for a little bit.
2: <laughs> That's what his badass gets. <laughs> yeah. And that's, that's a problem, I think. I don't have kids, obviously, but that's the problem with people. When parents are so pissed off because because teachers are having to defend themselves. But you should be able to teach your child to be respectful to adults. Like, they should be running around here punching on nobody. Like, I understand that sometimes teachers can get annoying because we've all been there. You know, they just get on your nerves when you're that age. You feel like you're always right and that teacher's always wrong and you don't want to listen to them. You want to be a class clown or whatever. But I also feel like some, teach your damn kids some respect. That wouldn't have happened.
0: I agree. What? Where, where are all the teachers that? were You know, you listen to the the. The music and, you know, the rappers and the interviews, they always say, my teacher told me I wasn't going to be shit growing up. Where <laughs> right. where them teachers? <laughs>
2: where are them good teachers at? Talking about, like, where are the, where are the ones that are going to fucking fight back? Like, where are those? Where are them teachers at? <laughs> right? Like, I see a lot of those videos, though, online that are, te- <laughs> you know, kids going after teachers and either cussing them out or hitting them or throwing things at them. I feel bad for teachers this day and age just because, I mean, I'm sure it happened when we were younger, but I feel like obviously the video, you know, phones weren't then so we never knew what was going on around the world, but I feel like, man, that's some, disres- some kids are disrespectful as hell. I
0: think Ooh. it's good that the teacher was was able to handle the situation. If it was just putting the student down for a little bit, vices, right? Because a lot of a lot of schools now have like the school resource officers, and if kids start to
2: by the time they get there. But,
0: <laughs> but you know, when kids start, you know, displaying behaviors that aren't appropriate, you know, even like with with fighting in school, kids are going to fight. I think that that's just something right. to expect in school. But to get arrested at school for fighting someone else in school, I think that's a little absurd but i think that teachers teachers have their dual triple quadruple had it when it comes to being teachers because you have to be a teacher coach mom dad um along you know trying to keep the the class in order sometimes because some kids kids are dealing with a lot kids right. got a lot going on and kids ain't just you know coming from home showing up to school ready to learn kids got a whole lot going on they got situations at home that they don't right. feel comfortable talking to people about and you know they, they come to school frustrated and sometimes unfortunately that, that frustration boils down to them um, they're ready to whip their teacher's ass and for for whatever reason I don't, I'm don't not not i not condoning it I'm not saying that it's right but I understand that you know sometimes kids show up and they, they're they ready to take that frustration and their anger out on you know the, the wrong People and that that definitely shouldn't be the case. So, um you know, kudos and shout out to the teachers out there because they they, they deal with a lot when they decide that they want to take on people's kids. That, that I take my hat off to them. Yeah. I take
1: my hat off to the parents who have the kids who want to act out on the teacher, but they know damn well when they get home, their parents don't want their ass, so they just refrain. <laughs> There needs to be more
2: parents out there like that, that actually care that their kids disrespect adults. Like, I, I understand. I just feel like that whole situation, disrespecting people, has gone to another level. Like, I y'all know how short I am. My nieces and nephews know better. Like, I wish one of them would cuss in front of me, or I wish one of them would try. And my nephews are, like, tall as shit, but I wish they would disrespect me. Like, mm-mm. That comes so- with respect, though.
1: Which brings me to something else. I know I'm getting completely off subject, but this is the thing we <laughs> talked about at work, and I think this is something that goes good with the show. All right. That's that's what we're here for. What we got? So, I guess the new fad now is men wearing black nail polish and carrying man purses. Now, I was against it at first, you know, like they're um, demasculizing this generation right now. But then somebody pointed out to me, well, back in my day, wearing earrings was, you know, not masculine. (laughs) Wearing a pink shirt wasn't masculine. So do you think that wearing black nail polish and wearing purses and dresses and calling your Oh boy, your nigga, whatever you want to call your friend, babe, do you feel like that's kind of crossing the line or we just have to accept this generation for who they are?
2: Crossing what line?
1: That masculine line. I
0: I think that I think each generation has its own thing where they say this is the level and which or the bar you need to be at when it comes to being a man or showing that you're truly masculine. But at, at the end of the day, I, I, I think that's just a societal thing. You know, What? And you know, because you'll hear women talk about, oh, this is what you need to do to be a real man. And obviously women ain't never been men before. <laughs> I, I'm just like, you know- you.
2: How do you know? You got the
0: whole blueprint on what it means hate, to be a, a real I man, but, but- I hate those people on Facebook that say,
1: Real men don't do this at the
0: third. I fuck you know. What what my point is is this is that the the bar keeps changing as far as what real men are supposed to do, what masculinity looks like, and I, I think at, at the the end of the day, um, it's important to be whoever you're going to be, re- regardless of what society says, uh, what you think masculinity looks like. Because there's a such thing as toxic masculinity, where you go out here trying to do all these things that society wants you to do as a man. Don't cry. Don't show weakness. And then you have people, um, you know, they come to my office and they're like breaking down because they're hiding all these things in secret because they don't feel like they have a safe place to vent. Or just to actually break down and like just let the burden off of their shoulders for a little bit because they feel like if I go home and tell my wife that I'm stressed out about the bills, if I go home and tell my wife that I'm worried about the, the, the kids, or if I show that I have fear of something that I'm going to be looked at. As if I'm less than that, I'm not a man, and I can't talk to my friends about this because they they're gonna laugh me out the building. So we have to, we, we have to really saying. what it is you know that the, the what what it is that we're doing and what we're asking. You talked about the fingernail polish, and like at the end of the day, like I said, people have been wearing fingernail polish. Um, the 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 gothic people, the kids. I remember when I was in high school; like it was a whole group of kids walking around in trench coats, fingernail polish, black fingernail polish, and, and, and chains. And you talked about the earring piece. I remember when we were coming up, you know that was taboo. Men weren't supposed to wear earrings, but now, you know, you got men that that's, that's out here, you know, got you know diamond up, you know, studs all kind of stuff in their ears, or uh, in their nose, you know, wherever. It, it's just like you you got to be comfortable with being who you are at the end of the day because the but whole line it's not, of masculinity is going to keep moving,
1: but is not even like, so don't get me wrong. I hear what you're saying, but at the same time, I kinda agree with the sense of masculinity being desensitized. Now, I'm not saying like a man, like show emotion, yes, that's fine. You know, express your feelings, that's cool too. But when you sit up, I don't know, man, like wearing dresses and nail polish and all that other stuff like I mean maybe this is just me I'm old so I do believe in gender roles and I do feel like a man should be the head of his household and the woman is the follow suit of the man so when it comes to showing emotions and everything like that you express yourself and I'm not saying keep it very deep but at the same time I don't think a man should be you know crying to his woman about you know i just don't like the way you treat me i feel like i should be treated this way i don't know i feel like we still need those men out there to teach the future generation how to be men and when i say how to be men is when things go bad or you know when you you know shit hits the fan you're able to survive on your own or you're able to survive you know Whatever obstacles you come across. And I feel like we kind of baby this generation
0: now. Well, I think that each generation that has come before us, there have been the the elders that they always say that they wasn't doing this back in my generation. The music is bad, y'all. Ain't just you know something wrong with this generation, but you gotta understand you can't blame the generation if you're the one that's supposed to be raising them. I'm not,
1: I'm not raising no, first of all,
0: I'm not raising nobody. <laughs> let's, let's get that out of the way.
1: But I feel like we do these kids a disservice when we don't show them these things as far as like, not necessarily how to be, yeah, I'm saying how to be a man. What does it mean to be a man? You, you tell me what it means. Why
2: mean does mean? nail polish make him not a man though?
1: I'm not saying the nail polish or anything like that. I'm just saying. Desensitizing masculinity as a whole.
2: But you so, framed it as him having nail polish and well, no, 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 people no, 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 wearing no. dresses and that no, sort of no, thing. No, is- no, no,
1: no, I didn't say that. I was saying I brought that up to say, like, when I brought them um, masculinity things up, I wasn't saying they were just ma- masculinizing men from that. I was wanting to know your opinion on, like, you know, the nail polish and the dresses and stuff like that. And I was saying that somebody also told me, well, y'all generation wear earrings and pink shirts. And we thought that was, you know, feminine. Mm -hmm. But I'm just saying in general with, you know, I don't know. I just feel like we kind of baby this generation into thinking that, you know, life is all cocaine and waffles and it's not. (laughs) And I feel like when some of these kids are hit with, you know, a stomping block or roadblock, they're not not gonna know how to overcome it because we're constantly telling them, you know, you have feelings and there's no reason for somebody to hurt your feelings and everything like that. But it's such a thing when you get into the real world is, you know, corporate America or wherever you decide to work, you're gonna come across people who don't feel the same way you do. And you're gonna have to learn how to take criticism and you saying, I don't feel comfortable doing this, is not going to fly. I I think we're... we're So, let's be in the Navy. If, like, right now, you have words that are offensive to people, which is fine, like, I've been called, like, I've never been called a nigga in my life by a white person until I joined the Navy. And when it was called, I mean, when it was said, I was heated, I was upset, but then at the end of the day, I had to realize that I can't change this person. If you want to be ignorant and stupid and it, by all means, go ahead. And i that's what I mean when I say we've become sensitive and you can't be, like, you have to learn how to suck shit up and take people for who they are and how they come. You can't sit up here and always say, well, I don't feel comfortable with this. I don't feel comfortable with that because there are millions of people in this world that's not going to agree with you and you're not gonna agree with their stance. So you have to accept them for who they are. That's what I mean as far as like being, you know, not necessarily, well, yeah, that's like, I feel like that's a man. A man is supposed to, you know, set his frame and not be moved by what people say or what people
0: do. I think that same standard should apply to women as well. I don't think, I don't think that women you, you said you talked earlier about gender roles. Um, I feel like I say woe to people that put themselves in that, that gender role box because gender roles set people up for a lot of heartache and potential failure. And the only reason why I say this, follow me now, is that. Oftentimes I see people get into relationships and they say that as a man in the relationship, I have to provide do X, Y, and Z because this is what my woman wants for me. And so I'm doing all these things. And let's say years go on and my ass, I'm, I'm wore out now. I'm doing all this stuff for her. Meanwhile, meanwhile, now she never asked me to do any of this. I just felt like that this is what I was supposed to be doing as a man. But I never even asked her if this is what she wanted. So I was just doing all this stuff because I felt like, you know, this is what she wanted from a man. I never even considered if she might want to do something different uh, other than the roles in which she's been doing or um, if we might want to change some stuff up because, you know, I might. Be with the woman, and she might be mechanically inclined. You come home one day, your woman up on the roof changing roof and shingles. She like, oh babe, I'm putting down a new roof. I know we had a leak. I I know you was supposed to be doing it last week. We're well, gonna go ahead and do this. I changed your oil too. I hope you don't mind. What you gonna be like? Oh don't no, The relationship over. My my woman up under the hood. She didn't change the oil. These are all the things I was supposed to be doing as a man. The relationship over now. I'll take okay. it the trash. I got the okay.
1: trash. <laughs> Let's paint this picture then. <laughs> You dating? You dating your woman, right? Yep. You out in public, family, friends. She gets the microphone and says, "I got something to say." <laughs> Brandon Brown, I loved you when I knew I loved you was gonna be the one when I first laid eyes on you. She gets down on one knee and says, "Will you marry me?" Uh huh. Are you gonna start crying and be like, "Oh my god, oh my god, yes, I'll marry you." I thought you'll never ask.
0: I I won't say I'm gonna I'm start. Crying and say yes, I thought you never asked. I will. I won't say that. I probably say that. I mean, I, I. wouldn't. I wouldn't play her and be like, no, I'm not going to marry you. Like I said, if my intention is to be with her, then I would say yes. Like I know it's not traditional for 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 men to do that or be in that position, and I, I personally don't think my my, my girl would, would, would do anything like that. But I know for for your like for the sake of this scenario, I. What, what do you? I. I, I what. Especially now, everybody's got their cell phones out. What do you do, and how do you how do you come back to that later when everyone's not around, and when after you declined the person's proposal,
1: you don't decline, you don't decline, you just act like you don't hear it.
0: <laughs> you said she's got the microphone. She's she's down on her on, on her knees. Ste- Steph, would you ever propose? Oh no, shit, him? my phone again. Hold on,
1: hold on. I'll be right back, and just walk out.
2: <laughs> no. Hell, y'all know I... I that's not That's not happening.
1: So, hold on. Do you believe in gender roles, yeah. Mm.
2: Yes and no. So, so, I was brought up very much like Hispanic household or Mexican household where my um... My grandpa, my dad, my... I was always brought up that a woman takes... A woman is in the kitchen. A woman takes the plate to her, the, the guy. And me being the girl, like, me being the daughter, like, I would take my plate to my bro- my brothers, take my plate to my dad, my plate, like, whatever. Like, even, I think, when I was, like, 15 or 16 years old, I brought a, a boyfriend to my grandmother's house for, like... I don't even know, like an occasion for some occasion. And my grandpa was, like... Um, Stephanie go get him a plate so he got legs and arms so he'll get himself a plate so did I ask you go get him a plate like so I feel like that's something that's something that I always have been told like growing up and so I'm, my biggest thing on that is I feel like if I want to do it then I will do it but you're not going to expect it from me like don't you're not going to expect it if I want to do it if I'm like you know as a woman gonna be like that's what the role I'm gonna play that's fine but for you to just like expect it and be like that's just what you're gonna do because you're a woman like there's one thing to be in a relationship and I guess be that I'm definitely a different person in a relationship than I am single obviously I feel like I'm a totally different person but I also feel like that's the per the person you're with I feel like that's your own like some girls are not not gonna do that you know they're not gonna serve the person they're not gonna do that kind of thing and I feel like that's part of my my role as a girlfriend
1: all right but you have what I like to call southern hospitality right
2: I mean you, you like a southern,
1: boy. a southern boy, right open up doors pull out chairs when you.
2: I've never really had that Nah, I don't want that. I think it's weird. Open my okay. door, yeah. Like, open the door, like, when I'm walking, okay. But, like, to pull out my chair, I feel like that's just, I'm, I'm, I guess I wouldn't be like, nah, don't do that. But I feel like that's not, I'm not that Southern. Like, I'm not that Southern where that's like something that, that chivalry has never crossed my path.
1: All right. So, let's say third date. The guy asks you, let's go to uh, uh, Benny Hunter's. Mm-hmm. you go to Benny Hunter's and the check comes and he tells you um, I hope you don't expect me to pay you got this one I'll
2: pay it but that'll be the last time I see those, dude
1: <laughs> okay <laughs> exactly
2: but it's all how you say it though it's all how you say it like it's just okay. there's, a, there's a certain relationship and a certain like tone or conversation like my thing is, a guy is never gonna dog me about money. Like, a, I'm never gonna to go to a bar and a guy sit next to me and be like, "I'm not gonna buy a bitch. Am I asking to buy me a drink? Like, <laughs> you're not gonna, you're not gonna dog me about money because I always have my own. So when it comes to a guy being like, "Oh, let me take care of you," like, I, I hate that whole situation. Like, let me flash money in front of you, see if you jump. Like, fuck out of here.
1: Like, well, no, your, just looks at you and say, "All right." babe or whatever level y'all live at this time like i don't got the money for this so one or two things can happen you can either pay it or we can make a run for it
0: <laughs> i've had something like that
2: happen right <laughs> <laughs> like fuck, this is tough where's the door where's the cameras look up where the cameras at
0: I, i've literally gone out to eat and like forgot my wallet like legit forgot my wallet like i was just sitting there and like we were sitting there waiting they brought the check and i'm like i don't have my wallet and we're sitting there i'm like well we'll just sit here and make conversation they can't put us out so we'll just just sit here and talk so we can figure out something and i just i had to come clean with the wait staff was like look i don't have my wallet the only thing i had i had my I had my driver's license that was like the only thing i had it was in my car like in the in the center console i had my driver's license and said i can give you guys my driver's license but i i, I promise you i'm not i'll
2: be back yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> i don't normally do this this I has never happened before Yo, I
2: like i think that whole situation with the whole um women expect guys to pay and if they don't then that's that's the done i think it's all about the person like if you're being a douchebag in the, like, in the like when you're eating or you're I think it all is about that person like how they're acting like are they being a douchebag like are they is there anything there is it just like did they really forget their wallet or are they really being a douche
1: speaking of hold up I want to tell y'all the story I remember when I was in San Diego for I want to say Burke's wedding and me and Christine we went out for um to yard house Uh uh-huh and you know I told her I paid for it being nice so we talking and shit like that, and the waitress was so nice. Like, I gave her my credit card, she comes back, and it was like, I'm sorry, Mr. Boyd.
2: It's book. declined. Yes.
1: <laughs> so first thing I do, oh. <laughs> so Christine looks at me like, I hope you don't expect me to pay for it. <laughs> so I go to Navy Federal, and I got the money in my account, and I'm thinking maybe she'll understand the waitress. I'm like, look, it's right here. I have the money. I don't know why it's declined. <laughs> Run it again. She ran it again and it was like, same thing. So I called Navy Federal and it's sure showing shit stank. It was like a 30 minute hold. So I had to, I had to muster up the energy like, hey, Christine, um, you might pay for this and I get you on gas or some shit.
2: But why would she? I guess that's my thing too. Though. I, don't, I don't understand. Like, why is it such a big deal for a woman not to be able to pay? Like, why, why is it you- such a big deal for you not to be like, but well, she I paid? I
1: mean, she paid for it and I still got on gas cuz I told her I was going to take her out.
0: So I don't know. I but, think it's it's it can be it can go either way. I know personally I've been, you know, in like in, in my in my current relationship where my girl she don't like where where I'm constantly paying for stuff She's right. like, you know, let, let me treat you too. I appreciate it yeah. for me. But let let me do things for you as well. And I know for some guys it can be uncomfortable to have mm-hmm. a woman to want to treat you or do nice things for you, like, you Like, know,
2: what I, the hell is this? Like, yeah, what is yeah. this? Like
0: <laughs> you trying to spend your money on me? Like
2: Are you cheating on me? Yeah, I, can't, I,
0: can't. <laughs> I can't have people see you spending money on me, get right. put your money away. this, this, this is embarrassing. <laughs> oh, I got something. I got something about that. Oh, go ahead.
1: So maybe, maybe it's just me, but a woman paying for something for me, it doesn't move me. It's not like, oh, she paid for this for me. Like I love her. Like because <laughs> I've been taking care of myself, so it's kind of like I love her.
2: But I don't think. Let me finish.
1: Let me finish. So, I mean, I would like, there's a book called The Five Languages of Love. Oh, and man. it's, can I finish? Mr. Brown. Go ahead. And. Well, what kind
2: time? About, huh? Nothing. Go.
1: So, <laughs> it talks about how you love and how you want to be loved. And those things differ. And you have to, the person you're with, they have to learn how you love and how you want to be loved. And my way I show love is, you know, acts of service and gifts. The way I want to be loved is...
2: Lying. You are not about gifts. Lies. I am.
1: And the way I want to be loved is physical touch and words of affirmation. And those are two completely th- different things of how I want to be loved and how I love. So you can pay for shit for me all day, but it really doesn't move me. And I'm being dead ass serious. Like if a girl buys me a PS5 today, one, I would probably, I mean, I wouldn't turn it down, but I would not play it because I feel like i could, if I wanted it, I could have bought it myself. Does
0: that make sense? It, I understand what it, exactly what it is that you're saying. so, so in, in, in that instance with just based off of your own personal expectation, why is it appropriate then for a, a man to want to buy women X, y and z without, without even like knowing whether she wants them to to buy things for her?
1: That's why you learn people's love languages.
0: So when you go out on the first date with someone, how do, how do you present, how do you ask someone with the, what their love languages are?
1: You don't present it on the first date. If you go out on a date with somebody.
2: Don't say you, the L word on your first date.
1: No, I'm saying, when you're on the first date with somebody, you're getting to know them. So as a man, like, I don't, like, fuck that, like, you know, non-binary gender roles bullshit. When you go on a date, if the date goes well, you pay. And if she says that she doesn't like men paying, okay, cool. You know that about her. You know that about her now. I'm pretty sure she's not going to go. I mean, she's going to say, oh, no, I'm not going on the second date with you because you
0: tried to pay. I, I, I don't. Okay. So. So you talked about the the five love languages and that book I was when I was going to interject earlier. It's a good book. It's by Dr. John Gottman. Uh, he does a lot of great research when it comes to couples and uh, love languages. Um, but yeah, like I said, you're, you're, you're absolutely right. It is important for people to understand and uh, how to connect with the person that they with that they're with and um, understand. Um, The things that it is that they appreciate because I, I think a lot of times that people feel rejected when they try to do things for you out the kindness of their heart, but they're doing things for you that they would like. But it's not necessarily something that you would like, and so the connection is missed. There, there's no spark there. It's like I'm going out of my way to get you X, Y, and Z. I'm buying you this stuff. I did. I, I you know, I, I bought you these shoes. I bought you these clothes. Um, I sent you flowers to your job, and I found out that you threw them away. You, you don't. You didn't even appreciate none of this stuff that I did for you. And you're like, well, I never asked you to do any of this stuff. And so, like the person is now, you know, walking around with their feelings hurt because you, you know, you you didn't appreciate the what the, what they did for you. So that 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 can definitely, um, you know, set a person up for some heartache. But I think it is definitely an important conversation to have, and I don't think a lot of people actually understand um their their love language you know that it's it's definitely something that's gotten popular over the years but that's definitely an important conversation uh to have within a relationship
1: yeah and it's important Is men be men <laughs> okay archie bunker i'm just saying i'm just saying <laughs> Wow. In the Bible, if you want to bring scripture into oh, it, hell. If a man cannot provide, he does not eat.
0: It, it doesn't say. If, it just say if a man can't. Over. It just says man, speaking as in humanity. It
1: says Amen.
0: Okay. <laughs> All right. It also says Hebrews. <laughs> So I think that I think that um, we we definitely covered some 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 interesting topics today. But just I think what we can boil this 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 conversation down to is the, the importance of communication and actually doing deep work in your relationship, you know, just getting to know knowing someone's favorite TV show or Having the same football team or just having, you know, general things in common, I guess, you know, we can just from our conversation today, we can see it's, it's not enough that you actually need to do the deep work with someone to actually get to know their, their ins and outs and their, their pain points and trying to get a better understanding of how someone actually wants to be treated as opposed to how you think they should be treated how you think they deserve to be treated because even with the best intentions, sometimes you can miss your mark and you know not come off the right way so um so i think we're down to our last five um that'll be already yeah we, we, we we've been on for um just about an hour and 15 so yeah we're Wrap this bad boy up.
2: Whatever you do, don't listen to Boykin and his <laughs> advice.
0: I gave great advice today.
2: Don't do it. Walk away from the podcast.
1: <laughs> if you want an everlasting
0: love, listen to me. I, I, I'm curious to see how that that worksheet turns out, though. Right? Um,
2: I yeah, want to so, see that too.
0: Yeah. So if, if you if you got that worksheet going on, um, definitely. Uh, definitely pull out that worksheet and see what what it is that you're bringing. I thought that was pretty interesting, Mike. Um, Of course it was, I thought of it.
2: (laughs) No, you probably didn't think about it. Someone, your therapist probably thought of it. You're just taking her (laughs) fucking credit.
1: Go on Google Google right now and look it up. You won't find it, because I ain't
2: posted it. I promise you, you would
1: (laughs) You wouldn't, because I ain't posted yet.
2: Mm -mm.
1: So you guys are getting an exclusive right here. you welcome, (laughs) America. Uh, Japan, Singapore, Mexico.
0: Yeah, so I, I'm saying marriages today. I I think as I think today, said so, you know it was definitely interesting in the sense that uh, we, we we covered a lot of ground as far as like you know the the, the different points or different angles um, for getting to know your part. I didn't really think we would get so deep into this today, but I, I think that we got right? some, some some interesting points. And for you guys that are listening, let, let us know what you think. If there's something that, that you took away from this or you felt like we missed the mark on that you want to dig a little deeper on, let us know. Um, so we, we're always looking to improve the show and um, bring you content and the material that you guys want to talk about and that you want to hear. So uh, we definitely appreciate your feedback as always. And like I said, our show, so we, we're trying to keep them by weekly as of right now so i think this will be our second show for the month of july so the next one that we uh come on with will probably be for august so you guys listen let us know what you want to hear um mike Steph, any, any closing remarks anything that you got for the fans out there today
1: stay tuned next week topic is what is a sufficient amount of a tip you should leave when you go to a restaurant
2: He's, he doesn't give even you no know, damn tip. I don't even know why. That's a freaking discussion. He's gonna be like, nope, you don't get no tip. I'm you taking. A, pay you made me pay for a lemonade. I'm not taking. You not getting no damn tip. So, anyways, anyone who knows him knows I'm right.
0: Oh um, my god, I, I, we're gonna have so much fun with this because <laughs> I I think I got at least ten years worth of stories. Right. About I can't about wait. Mike and how he's treated the wait staff.
2: And, and his, his non-tipping ass.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I tip I don't leave
1: excuse me, I don't leave forty dollar tips for five dollar service.
0: Oh my god.
1: Brandon over here going to fucking in the Box, like, oh my god, boy, can this service was so good? I never had a bacon <laughs> double cheeseburger like this. I'm gonna leave her a twenty dollar tip. <laughs> Sorry.
2: <laughs> I guess we'll tune in we we'll tune in to see
0: how that goes next week. Yeah, I, I, we'll definitely I, we'll we'll definitely unpack this um, on on next week and the importance of actually tipping people that are waiters or waitresses that are out here busting their butt. Um, if the service is good, you don't even believe that, you're right? Because you don't you won't even tip if the service.
2: Yeah, is good. you're gonna tell her Good I, job. I, That's your tip. I, good
1: job. I, Stay in I, school. Hey. For the ladies out there who work at Buffalo Wild Wings or Dirty Birds, who will probably follow me on Instagram, do I leave good tips? <laughs>
0: <laughs> what and, and before we, we before we shut this thing down, what what's your uh, your Instagram handle?
1: SoulAmazing01.
0: I, I think my Instagram handle is at Brandon L. Brown. That's Brandon with an E. Yes, my mom was special.
1: Brandon.
0: Name me Brandon with an E. That's the way you're oh, supposed proper. to pronounce it anyway. So, uh um. name is not Brandon. It's Brandon. Eww. Eww. Brandon.
2: <laughs> I don't even know mine. I think it's just Cassie. Steph.
1: Okay. I thought it was like Kiss Me Always or some shit like that.
2: Changed it. I'm too old for the "Kiss Me Always." That was like years ago. That, Ain't no one that, kissing that, me now. That
0: that, that what's that? Yeah. me through the phone. Yeah. Babe.
2: Oh B- my da, 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 god. <laughs> 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 my flip, my flip phone. Why y'all hating on my kiss me to the phone? <laughs> <laughs> Freaking ringtone. Jerks.
1: <laughs> hey man. Hey, quick question off subject, but
2: do you know I want to
1: do my birthday this year. Well, next year I want to have a late '90s, early '2000s theme.
0: A lot of people are doing those. That that I think that's an excellent idea. A lot of people are doing those, and um, we can um, we can set that up next year so we can have the fans come out to to your your birthday party, win, win tickets to Michael Boykin's 43rd birthday. <laughs> Eat a sack of baby
2: <laughs> dicks. <dish. laughs> His <laughs> second, forty-third <43rd>
0: birthday. <laughs> 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 oh well. If there is nothing else, again, thank you guys for listening. We appreciate um, you guys um, listening and supporting us. So far, this is the third show, and we're going to keep doing this as long as you keep rocking with us. So, again, thank you for supporting the Triple O Podcast. And with that, we are out of here. Later. Deuces.
2: Peace.